guru, no method, no teacher. Just you and I and nature and the Holy Ghost in the garden, in the garden wet with rain. No guru, no method, no teacher. Just you and I and nature and the Father in the garden. From Van Morrison. Hello, everyone. I'm Rob McCall, and this is the Awanajo Almanac devoted to feeling at home in nature and breaking down the wall of hostility between us and the rest of creation. This almanac is for the full strawberry moon, June 22nd to 29th, 2018. Some natural events. The garden in June is a beautiful place, full of new leaves and flowers glowing with light, full of new life and steeped in holiness. But it is not perfect. No sooner does a leaf appear than it's nibbled or stained or marked by something or other. No sooner does one perfect flower open to the sun than another emerges misshapen or stunted. No sooner does the devoted gardener enter the sacred precincts than he clumsily steps on some poor seedling with his size 12 boots or accidentally hacks a prized pansy with his hoe while just trying to keep the weeds down. A thunderstorm comes by and beats down the lupin and the peonies. One of the young lilac bushes suddenly wilts from top to bottom from verticillium, soon after sending up its beguiling spires of purple. Maybe the newly seeded grass doesn't come up quite as verdant as we hoped. Maybe a skunk pocks the lawn or digs up bulbs, or the deer shear off the tulips and the daylilies right above the ground. Maybe some tools get left out absent-mindedly and start to rust overnight. And so it is with a garden. And for the Field and Forest Report, the orchard too displays some of the stark realities of life on this sweet and sour planet. Walking along the unsprayed trees recently, I came across a few eastern tent caterpillars, Malacosoma americanum, crawling along a branch. Now, an infestation of these can weaken a single fruit tree or a whole orchard. This year has not seen too many eastern tent caterpillars, unlike the similar forest tent caterpillar, Malacosoma distria, which has been in the news recently. And yet one female tent caterpillar can lay up to 300 eggs, and they do tend to increase in population from year to year. So, I used what entomologists euphemistically call mechanical control methods. That means I knocked them off the tree and stomped on them. Meanwhile, leaf rollers find shiny new terminal leaves, tie them up, and turn them brown to shelter their eggs. Thousands of tiny new apples turn yellow and fall off the tree before they even have a chance to mature in this what is called the June drop as the tree decides what its resources are this year and how many apples it can support. 
and very soon coddling moths will be fluttering through the trees laying eggs on the fruit to hatch into the familiar worm and the apple. And soon after that, the apple maggot fly will deposit its eggs on the ripe fruit and its larvae will bury through the flesh, leaving dark trails and often ruining the fruit for anything but cider. And overhead, crows chase ravens and eagles who raid their nests, and robins scold blue jays who steal their pale blue eggs. So here's a rank opinion. It's no mistake that Western spiritual traditions tell of humans being created and coming into awareness in a beautiful garden, and that gardens have been a symbol of humanity and nature working together in harmony throughout the ages. But even the Garden of Eden had its snake, and one imagines its slugs, maggots, and caterpillars and grubs too. But that does not mean, as some preach, that the world is a fallen place, always and forever overwhelmed by sin and evil. It's every fruit and flower tainted and headed straight to hell. That does not mean that every bug or blight must be attacked as evil incarnate. After all, like most of us, they're only trying to make a living. The world, like our garden, is dying and risen, hurt and healing, fallen and redeemed all at once. And we are its redeemers, feeding, hoeing, pruning, cultivating, and picking off one bug at a time, one bug at a time, one bug at a time. And finally, a couple of seed pods for you to carry around. The first from Dorothy Frances Gurner. 1858 to 1932. Kiss of the sun for pardon, song of the birds for mirth. One is closer to God's heart in a garden than anywhere else on earth. And from the English hymn writer Isaac Watts, 1674 to 1748. Flies, worms, and flowers exceed me still. the almanac for this quarter moon but don't take it from me go out and see for yourself <laughs> 